If you have something to say, I'd like to hear it. I want a divorce. Are you asking me for a divorce? Divorce? I will divorce you so fast, it'll make your head spin. I want a divorce. I want a divorce. I want a divorce. I want a divorce. You want a divorce? This is Dallas Divorce Talk with Don Butner and Carla Calabrese. Don and Carla guide you deep inside the world of divorce through all the ins and outs, ups and downs, and any unexpected turns. Now, your hosts to have and to hear, Don Budner and Carla Calabrese. Hello, this is Don Budner. I'm here with Carla Calabrese. We're with the law firm Calabrese Huff. And we bring you Dallas Divorce Talk on onairlive.com. We're here with our favorite producer, Kevin. Thank you guys for including me. We love you so <laughs> much, nice Kevin. nice to be able to jump in. Oh, thank you. I love you too. <laughs> we really do. Uh, Kevin's the greatest. He put together those awesome songs. Yeah. Oh, you, well, you guys make my job very easy, so thank you. <laughs> you want to know about divorce, Kevin? Uh, oh, absolutely. Come to us, people. We got it. So I, I feel like if that's a bridge I ever have to cross, I'm going to be an expert at it. You really, you, you should be. You would have no excuse not to be an expert at this point, and probably, as a result, we'll never get married. I, I hope it never happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having some second thoughts. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> that was just a little joke, you guys. So we are talking about mistakes in divorce, and we did a segment we called the top 10 mistakes in divorce and we rambled so long that we did not finish it. So we've lost track of how many mistakes we've (laughs) talked about. There are a few left. We don't want you to make them. So we're just going to jump in and I think probably not number them from here on out. And you're going to do kind of a marathon rapid fire session. Yes. You're not going to take any breaks. Just going to run straight through. We are are hunkering down because it is so important to us that you not make these mistakes, you guys. I love your dedication. Well, (laughs) Thank you very much for <laughs> noticing. So, Carla, we I know that there's one big one that we want to talk about, and there are a couple of other small ones. So I'm going to just throw out one smallish one and ask okay. you your opinion if you think this would be a good idea or not. Okay. So let's say that you uh, spouse, husband has broken the news to wife that he wants a divorce. Wife is just caught by surprise they've been married for 20 years they have three children um and he goes ahead and goes to a lawyer without talking to his wife about it and files the pleading and tells her she's going to get served has the sheriff come out and serve her in front of her children um and say the kids have um a school picnic so dad it's maybe a month after the filing and dad goes to the picnic and he thinks that it might be a good idea for the kids to get to know his mistress so he brings her along do you see any mistakes in this scenario that i've described oh more than several that's for sure yeah um okay so we have had this happen or something close where um the kids get introduced to the mistress um unbeknownst to the mother and it is a huge mistake on many, many, many levels. Um, it's a huge mistake because it's going to create absolute chaos in the case. Um, it's going to make the judge, it's going to make the um, husband look like to the judge he has no clue about parenting and what's age appropriate for his children to know. Um, it is going to cost him probably a little bloody fortune because attorney's fees um, come out of community property, even though people do not understand that concept. They think, well, he's going to pay it. Well, no, it's all your money. 
And so, and you're going to ratchet up your fees by doing that. So that's just a few things that are consequences that could come from doing something so, shall we say, stupid. So let's say the wife is seeing a therapist at our recommendation, our very wise and helpful recommendation, and she is doing about as well as a person can be expected to do given this set of circumstances dumped upon her. Um, And... She is trying to keep on a brave face for the kids and all that. Um, when he shows up with his girlfriend from Hooters, um, <laughs> do you think that that wife is going to be able to maintain that you know brave exterior? Or do you think, A, which of these is most likely? A, <laughs> she is going to leave the picnic and call her lawyer and say, we need to pull out the guns right now. Or B, do you think she's going to go on a huge shopping spree? <laughs> That's very likely if I'm the spouse. <laughs> or three, um, do you think that she and the kids together are going to jump on the Hooters girl and strangle her? <laughs> Which is most likely. Probably all of, above, all of the above. <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, that, again, I mean, I had a client once who got, um, this is pretty funny, she got um, in, the, in, in the mail, she lived in the marital home after, uh, during the divorce, and um, there was a Tiffany's um, letter that came um, in the nice, you know, that really pretty blue oh, yes. color that I love. Anyway, um, so she opens it up and she sees a receipt for an extraordinarily expensive piece of jewelry. And she thinks, how sweet, and despite she, the divorce. And she's thinking <laughs> to herself. So sweet. So she marched herself off to, uh, I don't know where, somewhere equally as expensive, maybe more, and tripled the price of the item, which it was not an inexpensive item. So yeah, that's that's the, that's the stuff that happens. I mean, you, you just got to be smarter than than that. And um, bringing, um, and, and, and the, the issue I think with this particular um, fact scenario is that the, that you really harmed your kids. I mean, that's, that's the thing that, you know, we have to think about when you're um, doing these mistakes or making these mistakes is how are you impacting your kids? Some of these mistakes really negatively impact your children. children. That is very true. And that, that is a real problem. And I mean, involving your kids in your divorce, and that's kind of involving them. It's not the kind of involving them we think, but this is another mistake that people make, right? Um, we have people who talk about the divorce to their 10-year-olds, you know. We see- ki- Especially if they are, say, they're the person surprised by the divorce. Right, that right. It's very important to right. them. I have one client right now. Right. Early on, it was very important to him that his sons know right. that it was the wife that right. filed for the divorce. Right. Right. And that will haunt him until the day this thing ends. Yeah, yeah. And, and let, let me just say this. I mean, you know, there are certainly age-appropriate ways to talk to your kids, but you need to th- you need a good therapist to help you with that, you know, so that you, you do get the information across um, in the most age-appropriate way. Um, Which doesn't include... You know, necessarily the kids needing to know Every which detail. spouse no. pushed for the divorce and which didn't. No. But. Because th- this is, I mean, honestly, it, it surprises me how how uh, hidden this concept seems to be for a lot of people. Because, and maybe just because we do this all the time, we see it all the time. But anything you say or any attitude you exhibit in front of your children that is negative toward their other parent 
damages the kid. Yeah. Period. End yeah. of sentence. That's a fact. Yeah. So justify, you know, rationalize, but that's all you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Involving kids is never a good thing. I mean, you know. Give um, other examples of uh, how uh, people well, do that. Well, running um, information between, you know, as the children go between the homes, right? Um, and this could well, be. Well, see, that would probably surprise people to think that yeah, that's what we're talking about. Right. Give an example. Yeah. Well, let's say. Like, um, tell your dad that he's a mother. No, not like that. Oh, not like sorry. that. Okay. Uh, although I've certainly heard that. Um, like, um, you know, <clears throat> Johnny, you know, here are some bills that if daddy doesn't pay, you know, we're going to be kicked out of our home. Could you. Could Ooh, you bring this br- right there? Can you can you bring these to him since you're going to see Daddy tonight at, on Wednesday night for your your pathetic two hours? That <laughs> is not that's that's the kind of stuff that I think you have to be careful about because clearly the kid should not get in the middle of any of that. Should not be the you know bearer of the bills or the invoices that uh, that Dad has to pay during the pendency of the divorce. Should not be sh- you know the information should not be shared. Uh, or communicated, I'm sorry, communicated through children right. to the other spouse. I mean, that is just so incredibly harmful. And so, um, again, big mistake. We see it all the time. I don't think, again, reptilian brain, you're not really thinking. I think if people can stand back or if they were to look back on themselves five years later, they would think, oh, my God, I can't believe I told Johnny to take the mortgage payment. Well, you know yeah. what I think, too? To the reptilian brain comment, in this setting... The, each of the spouses, typically, in some form or fashion, but oftentimes one more than the other, are in pain. They're in anguish. They're mm. fighting just to keep their head up and keep going. They're afraid. Just name the emotion. They've got it. And so they are so self-involved at that point that they're not seeing the consequences of their behavior clearly. Right. And that's why it's important to me that we say so clearly, and I do say, if I see any inkling of this to the client, I will say straight up, this is harming your child. Right. Period. So there, it's just, it is not like one of those gray areas that it's really hard to figure right, out. Right. And I, I, I have a test for it. This is my test. Can your children bring up your other spouse... If your dad, can they say, mom did blah, or mom said blah? Or do they know that that is taboo? Do they not bring up anything, like pretend like they don't have another parent when they're at your house? And if they're doing that, you're causing it. Yeah, for sure. You know, I, I just think that's true. If they believe that you hate the other spouse, even though you don't have to say a word, they get it from the body language. Right, you're right, communicating. Right. So I hope you're willing to own that because if your kid can't mention their other parent ever, it's because of something you're doing, right? There's that's so true, and that's that's sort of passively involving your child right in the divorce, and and, and it's and, even it's even worse in a way because mm-hmm. it's it, you know your child isn't sophisticated enough to shine a light and figure out why he or she is feeling that way and right. kind of mm-hmm. work through it. Mm-hmm. Your child just knows it feels really bad because right. these people who are everything to me hate each other. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, and that's just a, the concept of bringing you know bringing the the animosity. In, you know that you feel toward a sp- your spouse um, into the divorce, and so you know there are people I've seen some you know clients do this beautifully where they don't do that right where they have a lot of anger and they have justified anger. You know, right. there's some really I mean we see everything. I mean, Don, we see everything. Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing what we see that goes on behind closed doors in marriages. But I've had I have had clients who you can tell that they have never said anything. Ugly or nasty about their spouse, 
and in front of their kids, and yet, you know, there's a lot of a lot of tension between the spouses. But they know it's an adult matter and something right. for them to work through. And you know, I I actually you know grew up in one of these dysfunctional situations, and currently have parents that you can't really bring up, you know, one in front of the other, and it is painful. You know, I'm 51 years old. It is you know very to this day yeah my parents divorced when i was in college yeah 30 years ago and still today it causes me pain and you know every year in between and so it's you know it's kind of really important to me to say it out loud to people i don't want them to do that to their kids right but when i see the people you're talking about who do it right i have so much respect for them because to me being a parent is about selflessness oh for sure putting your kid first is about carrying your burden alone right. and not dumping it on your kid. It might feel better to tell your kid. It does. <laughs> Let's be honest, okay? It would feel better just to dump yeah. and tell your kid what a yeah, shit their da- dad is dad or had, Mom had the affair. That's right, why. Right, or mom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But but that's why you need a therapist, right? Mm-hmm. And the people who rise above it, to me, are heroes in their own way. You know, yeah. they're taking the burden as they should and not putting it on their child. But I was saying I have one, one she's actually a friend, and I'm her lawyer in a collaborative divorce right now. And I just think the world of her because of the way she's been a leader with her husband and he has been incredible too. And we're doing it collaboratively, which certainly supports that. Right. But she had that same situation. Her parents divorced when she was younger and they were best friends. Mm. And her mom got cancer and died just a couple years ago. And the dad was there with her every step, Mm. you know, and it's, it's not impossible. It's no, not. It's not. No, yeah, that that's not. I mean, there's a lot of. We've got clients, especially in collaborative. I, I remember when I first started doing collaborative, and the first, I don't know, maybe five years, it seemed like all my clients were doing Christmas together. In, in the middle, they were in their divorce. They were in their collaborative divorce. Right. Yet Christmas Day was not any different than it has ever been for their children. And I think those kids fared so much better Absolutely. now. You know, five years later, I, I talked to those clients, and they're like things are good, you know, things are good, kids are good. Um, and it's not true that kids are, I mean, like Don said, I mean, kids are are negatively impacted by divorce. It's it's kind of a primal wound for no, children. It is true. And There's so, all kinds of research yeah, on it. Yeah, and and it does harm kids. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that, you know, you that stay sometimes in a bad it's, marriage. it's yeah. not necessary. But know that and do everything you can to minimize it because it's your choice, who you marry and whether you stay married, right? Yeah. Not theirs. Right, that's right, that's right. Definitely. So I'm getting so a little that, preachy here. People. That's the kid. Sorry. That's the kid issue that, you know, we got to don't involve your children. Just Mm-mm. don't involve them at all. Do not. And if courts think you're doing that, and especially, you know, there's a term in the courts called alienation. Mm-hmm. And if mm-hmm. you have kind of that real deep seated anger and resentment to the other spouse to the point that you're actually trying to sabotage the relationship between your kids and their other spouse, the courts are all over that and they are really good despite what you think you think you can fill the little kid's head and that it's not going to come out but kids again are not necessarily that sophisticated and there are some telltale signs that oh there are experts and courts are really good at seeing yes the other thing i wanted to say too is you know that we have folks we work with in collaborative who have given us tools to help our clients with how to tell the kids about divorce Mm -hmm. in a way that is as you know, causes as little damage as possible, if you will. So know that there are resources out there to help you on that part too. Right, exactly. The mental health professionals in the in the collaborative team cases, that's what that's what they help do. So, right. 
Exactly. Okay, so Carla, what are the other mistakes? Oh, what about taking advice? Because we all have friends who have also been through a divorce. So do we even need to pay a lawyer? I mean, no, you can just get the friend whose sisters, who ex, you know, husband's uncle's friend had a divorce. Right. Because that and divorce is exactly like yours. And they 90% of the estate. So you <laughs> can pretty right. much count on that. In, in Alaska. Yeah. Yeah. Same laws. Okay, you know. good. Well, good. So that's not a mistake <laughs> yeah, then. Yeah, that's, no, definitely. We hear that all the time. That is, that is as common as breathing in divorce what somebody else is telling my client or what they heard on the street or my you know friend got 100% or 80% or my it's unbelievable it's just unbelievable it's almost always when i get that question that that you know feedback it's almost diametrically opposed to what the real law is so do not listen to anybody but your you know pick a good lawyer who knows what they're doing and listen to that lawyer that's and, right we yeah. were in here blabbing when we were talking about that issue, we start, of course, it was me because I'm riddled with ADD. So I brought up an unrelated matter, but it reminds me of this point. And that is, y'all remember the McDonald case that was in the courts 10 plus years ago. And it was used as an example of why we needed to rein in tort claims and tort damages because this McDonald's customer sued for having been burnt by coffee and got millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. And everybody thought, you know, wringing their hands, this is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. This is, you know, our courts are so broken. And as a lawyer, what strikes me about that is not that sometimes there aren't ridiculous claims and or verdicts, because sometimes there are, but unless you are in the courtroom and you see the evidence, you are in no position to right. speak to that. Right. And in that case, and Kevin, just being the loyal producer he is, <laughs> jumped right in with me and said, I saw, I read about that too. Definitely. Because people always thought it was so ridiculous. Yeah. They even made fun of it on Seinfeld. Exactly. <laughs> See? And, but what did, what did we find out when we read more about it? We found out that the coffee was... This is like a serious injury. It was yeah. a serious injury. And the they coffee, knew about it. McDonald's well, the, knew about it. Over and, and over and over and over. And over. It was a conscious choice to keep the coffee like, you know, 200 degrees. Scalding. So <laughs> yes, and so it was about that, and it was about a very severe injury, and it was, you know, could have been with avoided. malice. Could have been avoided. Right, could have been avoided. And so that that's my message of the day is really in any case, and, and I know this just because I've seen it enough times, I know not to judge unless, like O.J. Simpson, I'm <laughs> actually watching the case while it goes, and then I judge. Believe me, people, I judge. But... We yeah. all do. We don't, do. Don't listen to don't listen to anybody, but but um, your lawyer um, with respect to the to the law, right? Because every every case is different. It yeah. depends on the evidence and facts presented. And like we said before, sometimes it's not possible to to recreate circumstances as they were. Sometimes right. something goes amiss or whatever. But just know that you know everything's complicated. That's why mm -hmm. you need to have a good lawyer. <laughs> we'll help you. All right, so I think we're done talking about mistakes, Kevin. I, I think you're pretty much wrapped up. I know. Oh, we're, yeah. You're already down to 30 seconds ago. Oh, oh yeah. We are so good we at this We are timing. so good at talking, Carla. <laughs> like, that, if yeah. you guys need someone to talk and fill time for you, call us. <laughs> but otherwise, be sure you visit us at calibreeshuff.com, at Dallas Divorce Talk, our Facebook, Twitter, and watchonairlive.com. Perfect. Yeah. I did it right. That's the first time, I think. All right. Well, thanks for being with us. And please let us know your questions so that we can answer them next time on Dallas Divorce Talk. <laughs>